Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 27th of March. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1329 and we travel to Germany, where we remember today how Pope John XXIII issued a bull condemning some writings of Meister Eckhart as heretical. Johannes Eckhart was a German theologian, philosopher and mystic and a member of the Dominican order. He was known as Meister as a sign of the esteem that he was held in locally and also as a reference to the masters in theology that he had been awarded in Paris. Like many mystics, his writings tested the boundaries of orthodoxy and therefore created anxiety in those who were responsible for governance. Some of the novel concepts Eckhart introduced into Christian metaphysics clearly deviated from the common scholastic canon of the time. For instance, in Eckhart's vision, God is primarily fertile. It was out of the overabundance of love that the fertile God gives birth to the Son, the Word. Influenced by the philosophy of Plato, Eckhart had imagined creation not as a compulsory overflowing, but as the act, the free act of will of the Trinity. Another bold assertion was Eckhart's distinction between God and the Godhead. And anything that appears to soften the precise claims of monotheism is also fundamentally challenging orthodoxy. He offered an explanation of how humanity could experience unity with God through a connection in the depths of the soul, which Eckhart called a spark. And these seem to be attempts to help people understand their experience of God whilst taking them away from the dry, metaphysical language of scholastic philosophy. Meister Eckhart was also controversial because of the manner of his teaching. He preached often in the German vernacular, trying to share with ordinary congregations and audiences some of the experience and understanding of God which had been reserved for priestly scholars and theologians. Defending himself later at his trial, he said that his sermons were meant to inspire in listeners, above all, the desire to do some good. However, he frequently used exaggerated language or seemed to stray from the path of orthodoxy. His publications too in the vernacular attracted a wide audience, but also made the church authorities suspicious and uneasy. Even though he was tried for heresy in the final years of his life and died before a verdict was reached, he considered himself a submissive child of the church until the very end. An intriguing question for historians is what happened as a result of his writings. It is possible that his very practical way of communicating 
mystical experiences which are in nature ineffable, is behind the influential 14th century Theologia Germanica. An anonymous text which was disseminated after his disappearance and we believe was written by an unnamed member of the Teutonic Order of Knights living in Frankfurt. Although it didn't receive an imprimatur from the church, it became hugely influential in Germany for the next two centuries, including with Martin Luther. At the peak of the public and the clerical resistance to Catholic indulgences. And some historians consider it was possibly a key factor in provoking Luther's action and the subsequent Protestant Reformation. Eckhart was largely forgotten through the 16th to the 19th centuries, but German romantics started paying attention to his writings again. Although recently in academia there has been a debate about whether he should be considered as a genuine mystic or a mere medieval philosopher. Even more recently, however, he has become very popular in modern spirituality, particularly through the work of the American theologian Matthew Fox, a former Dominican, and an early and influential exponent of a movement that came to be known as creation spirituality. Fox has written a number of articles on Eckhart and a book titled Breakthrough, Meister Eckhart's Creation Spirituality in New Translation. And the renewed academic focus on Eckhart has attracted favourable attention to his work from contemporary non-Christian sources. A famous quote attributed to him, The eye with which I see God is the same eye with which God sees me, is cited by Buddhists as a point of contact between them and Christian mysticism. However, his status in the contemporary Catholic Church is still uncertain. The Dominican order pressed for his full rehabilitation and confirmation of his theological orthodoxy. Pope John Paul II voiced a favourable opinion on this initiative, even going as far as quoting from Eckhart's writings. And when Timothy Radcliffe was the master of the Dominicans, he received a letter from the Vatican that summarised, and he summarised the contents as follows. We tried to have the censure lifted on Eckhart and were told that there was really no need since he had never been condemned by name, just some propositions which he was supposed to have held. And so are perfectly, we are perfectly free to say that he is a good and orthodox theologian. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please join us tomorrow as we if you can, as we look at the Salvation Army and how they were set up in the United States. Visit our website for more information on www.pogp.net And if you'd like to respond directly, 
can email the show on pogppod at gmail.com. That's pogppod at gmail.com. Have a lovely day wherever you are, and thanks for listening. <laughs>